0: You're listening to The Quarantine Season, episode 138, recorded on August 18th, 2020, live from Austin, Texas, with hosts Becky Neal and Kim Stacey. Our musical guest is Caleb DeCasper. But first, our show is possible thanks to our patrons and sponsors. Join our community to get exclusive access to content, merch, your own spotlight, and more for as little as $1 a month. Your support helps us continue to showcase local artists. Sign up at cimp.live. That's C-I-M-P dot live. Thank you for supporting local live music. And remember, to give the podcast a five-star rating, every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. And now, brought to you by Music First Hand and their live music booking app, here's comedians interviewing musicians.
1: Hello, and uh, welcome to Comedians Interviewing Musicians presented by Music First Hand. We are here. Uh, my name is Becky Jo Neal. Uh, this is my lovely co-host, Kim Stacey. Oh. And uh, we are here live uh, to you on Facebook, streaming with the legend, the uh, icon, the amazing Caleb DeCasper. Thank you so much for joining us. I really hope uh, we. this is going to be an incredible show, and we're so thankful for you being here. I am so excited. about to share my link on facebook this is the whole podcast is me doing two things in my brain watching two screens like some sort of weird spy person on csi it's not (laughs) the same it's very hard (laughs) uh we'd like to uh, give a huge shout out to our patrons and our uh supporters if you're here as a patron comment on the thing and tell us that you're here we'd love to say hi to you um get some questions if you're not a patron consider doing that because it's fun uh we get to bug you online all the time uh send you weird bonus material that you never asked for but you didn't know you wanted um and we have really nice t-shirts so uh get on that shit yeah if you enjoy yourself today uh chris is going to pin caleb's venmo on there um and you can venmo caleb directly Give him a little tip if you're having a good time and if you're having a double good time consider uh contributing to their band camp uh We will also have that on the (laughs) link there so you can donate to Caleb Casper all the time and help support local arts in the middle of a quarantine. Um, Thank you, Caleb, for being here. Thank Thank you for having
2: me. I'm excited.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. We're very excited for this show. Um, How in. In, you know, we're all working at home right now. What is, what are some of the joys that you've found? Uh, I know you're working diligently on an album, but what are some of the things that maybe you've found extra hobbies or what are you working on?
2: Extra hobbies. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't nobody got time for that. I have to be busy. I have to be productive and be working on stuff. So I'm always gonna find a way to work, always whatever I'm doing gotta work to make the music right so mm-hmm. for a while there there was no work so I decided I would start my first LP and so that's kind of really been my that's my creative process is you get super consumed by whatever I'm focused on and uh, I don't see the light of day until it's finished so
1: that's I mean that's dedication especially considering that most people are having a hard time staying inspired that's you like set yourself a goal have you always been like that
2: yeah but like it comes you know i had a hard time for a minute i'm trying to stay positive that's the best thing you can do is just be positive stay off of social media as much as possible Mm -hmm. watch this you know and um no, there was a period of time in the beginning where I, instead of being upset and worried that things were wild, I looked for stability and I looked inside myself and spent some time uh, thinking about things. And I found a lot, to be honest, so useful.
3: Yeah. Where are you, um, where are you coming to us live from? Describe your I, area.
2: I am from my producer's house, Joe Stacy. Shout out to Joe.
3: Woo, Stacy! Hello. Are we related? <laughs> Let's pretend we are.
2: He said. He said we are. I said oh, he said ey. Oh, he oh. said
3: ey. Oh, never mind. Now we're enemies. <laughs> God, ey. <laughs> Uh, but I you're, like yeah, on the boat. yeah, we on the boat yeah, I came over on a, like, a spaceship, so. <laughs> Damby. Yeah, I mean, let's be real. Uh, but I like this area that you're in, even though he spells his wrong his name incorrectly. Uh, he does have a nice little studio there. I like that.
2: Thank you. Yeah, it's been awesome. When you hear this music. When we finally decide to release it and it's finished, uh, you know, Joe, Joe Stacey produced it and it's just been like a creative match made in heaven. It's amazing.
1: Yeah. How long have you guys been working together?
2: I've known Joe for a long time. You know, we're just a couple of like silly gays, you know? But um, we've been working on this album for about three months. I had always worked, um, it's different. It's a different (laughs) sound that's gonna come out of me and I'm so excited to share it with people one day. But- um,
3: I love that.
2: Yeah, I've been doing the rock stuff, but what I always really wanted to do was the pop music stuff.
4: Yeah, yeah. It's
2: like a synth pop album and I bring Joe these ideas, you know, before I'm in dive bars and stuff and I'm still a rocker. Like I'll put on a rock show but i tell joe like hey this should sound like 1984 madonna yes got it yeah yes is it
1: like it it, working with someone you've known for a long time does that make it super easy to just communicate yeah like this is exactly what i want kind of thing is it easier do you find it like you guys get catty with one.
2: Of- <laughs> oh, like never! I'm not that kind of person. I might Aww. act like that kind of person with them.
1: Not- <laughs> no, I love that. You gotta like stick with the people who care about your vision and care about the product that you produce. And know and know your language.
3: Yeah, that's why I hang out with my dog so much. Damn it Kim, I thought you were going to say that's why you sold this podcast with me, but fine. Oh, F- yeah, yeah. No 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 no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, let's let's do that one instead. That's a yeah, that's a better bitch. answer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, contestant number 2. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to hear our first song though. Me too. If that's I feel like if, if I feel like everyone in the room ready? Are you ready to hear some music? <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. I will- now my Ooh.
1: microphone has halitosis Give my it God. up Slam. for Caleb Casper, Ladies and gentlemen
2: <laughs> The song is called Too Many Boys It's uh, It would be The first single released off of the new album
4: noise and leave me on with, and leave me on with. Can none of them, will none of them take me to my grave? As the cocaine rod beats silent.
1: much uh thank you so much again my dog's freaking to me. out
3: <laughs> he's so excited about it
2: oh
1: <laughs> my dog literally is okay. sleeping on the floor she's never been this chill during an interview normally she has things to say about music clearly she is like oh, yes, I'm, no. I'm at peace uh, oh, ross is
3: fangirling hard right now <laughs> <He's> just <laughs> Well, I hope it's a in
1: key. If you're just not joining us, we're here with Caleb DeCasper, and if you uh, heard that last incredible <whistles> song, please donate <whistles> him on Venmo. Hi, Ross. Uh, it's uh, scrolling underneath the screen right now. You can tip Caleb anytime, uh, as well as joining uh, and supporting their band camp. So please find both those. Uh, it's very easy. Like, again, quick shout out to our patrons and sponsors. Thank you so much to all of them. Uh, we see you, share tea kim left to go uh, get ross but if you see in kim's little sector here she's got waffles the chicken purses cousin that we've named pancakes is that what we've named i can't remember what her name is. she's she missed all that but regardless what do we name the chicken again what? i never remember me either pancakes maybe i think it was pancakes i think her name was pancakes uh shout out to share t realtor if you're selling a home yeah she tea. she's the best um
3: did you that st- stocky
1: stocky part
3: did you say the people that were saying hi online yes we have uh okay leticia, great.
1: Bar- 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 leticia barrera lopez just says hi. caleb the bunch of beautiful smileys and ha- happy things and a fire emoji
3: and a heart hi oh i
2: haven't <laughs> seen you in so long i speak to her about every two weeks though on the phone so.
1: oh that's good hi well, that's so sweet. Also, Mikey Hidalgo reached out to me earlier today and wanted me to tell you he says hi.
3: Oh, what an angel.
1: He's a peach. Kim,
3: you want to read the other one? Yeah, uh, yes. Uh, Duro? Uh, Doro. Duro. Duro. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Hi.
2: Exclamation point.
3: I haven't seen in such a long time. I miss yeah. you. I miss you so much. Oh. Uh, Scott Collins does a heart emoji, a rock on or I love you emoji. And another heart emoji Scott Collins
1: he's always here we honestly should call the cops he's always here
3: <laughs> um, shout
1: out also to uh, one of the uh, far guitar Studios and Brian Wolf uh, we had Brian wolf on a couple weeks ago and his episode is up now so if you want to watch that skinny on down there it'll be a good time uh yes this is the portion of our show where we Kim Kim Kim's much better at than I am but Kim's a really good stalker I I get excited about certain okay. things and I bail out. Kim will go back into
3: I my method is I scroll all the way to the bottom of your Instagram or social media and go from like 2013 or 2011. go up. So I go backwards because I want the I want the good stuff. The stuff that you go, what did I post? That happens a lot too. I'll be like, Do you remember eating this pizza on the boardwalk? And everyone's like, What? No
1: oh uh, oh here sorry we have a last we just got this comment from don Denham. what you're doing is good and you should feel good oh i love that don Denham. we all need to be reminded of that sometimes thank you so much for keeping it positive here if you honestly were calling that out right now if you're watching this show let us know the best thing that happened to you this week we would love to hear that please comment below gerald yeah. bailey says hi he's one of our spotlight tiers as well shout out to gerald bailey get on gerald bailey cooks.com i believe kitchen uh gerald it- cooks
3: kitchen,
1: right. J- yes, he's a kitchen. Patron. Yeah, he's okay. yeah J- kitchen yes uh but this is our stocky stocky section sorry i got distracted um something shiny do you have a fish named bethesda
2: yes yes uh, is yes. it like
1: the maryland town that's the only thing i can
2: <laughs> no so <laughs> you're gonna be like oh he tries to be so deep all the time. <laughs> you. But at the beginning of all of this, I needed something alive in my house. I love plants. I have a ton of plants, but I also needed just to, to keep something alive and to know that something was like depending on me. Absolutely. And so I got this dragon scale beta fish that was way too expensive. But um, Bethesda is just the name. I was like, I'm gonna call you Bethesda. And When you look up Bethesda, it means healing water. They were going through a pandemic, and the thing that flashed in my mind was the word for healing water. So that's the fish's name.
3: I love that. Yeah. That was a good way to pick a freaking name. My cat's name is Celine Dion. (laughs) (laughs) I was just kind of like... Who would I want to, you know, bring to the vet and have the vet be like, well, Celine Dion has gained a little weight. We're kind of worried.
4: Never.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Never. She's
1: perfect. You've got to pick, you've got to pick like a, like a less, not a less talent, but maybe like a less uh, like vocal hero. Like what if you were like, Kesha, get down from the counter. Like, (laughs) that would be good. Like. (laughs) At least, uh, oh, Scott said y'all should call the clops because y'all are just horsing around over there. Scott, Did he say clops? Clops, clops. Y'all should call the clops. Gerald Cooks. It's Gerald Cooks. I'm an idiot. Okay, Gerald's Kitchen.com. I'm yeah. sorry, It's Gerald's kitchen.com Gerald Bailey posted it before Chris could. Oh, I'm liking both of those comments passive aggressively. Sorry. I didn't mean to. And this is the part of podcast: Someone gave us dipshits a microphone to interview actually talented individuals who think before they speak.
3: Um, (laughs) I bought my (laughs)
1: own. I'm an adult. (laughs) Um, I did see this one amazing pre-show picture where you're all putting on eyeliner and it's Mm. three of you in, in a mirror and, I want to know what backstage pre-show at a Caleb DeCasper show looks like. What is, what is your pre-show rituals?
3: And Caleb, can we get you a little bit closer to the microphone? People are having yeah. a little hard time hearing you. Thank you. Oh, I yes. hope everyone heard everything I said. I think so. We were, we were texting it the whole time. I was transcribing <laughs> it like a courtroom. There we go. <laughs> yeah.
2: Let's see backstage. That was a question backstage at one of my shows. Um, God, I'm gonna be real. One of the themes of my new album is like authentic, being authentic. So I'll tell you what it's actually like. It's me losing my mind about all the things I have to get ready right at the last minute, up until the exact last minute. I've usually had way too much to drink and someone tells me I've had way too much to drink. Um, And yeah, and then you something usually breaks that I have to fix. So that's about it there. I feel that oh. so hard.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I break. I break everything. I was like, that no. sounds exactly like Becky Joe at Esther's. This is everything you just described. <laughs> and like <laughs> literally up break. until an hour
2: ago, that was me yeah. up until. I say break. I'm not like destructive to other people's property. It's like my clothes break, stuff snaps, and I got to. Yeah, fix it.
3: no, yeah. Becky Joe, mm-hmm. a thousand percent. The amount of times I've had to, like, stitch her into the dress or something. Or she once held my dress together
1: from the back on stage while we were together. She she was my wife, and she just had her hand in the back. Said, yeah, that was you, right? And you literally held my zipper shut. My hands are scene.
3: literally potato chip clips. That's just that's show business. That's show
1: business. Showbiz do you have show business, girl. Show
3: girls. Do you have a really funny...
1: I mean, one that maybe is not traumatic, like breaking something beautiful, like that beautiful muumuu that I cracked that fucking, I can't believe I cracked the seam on that. But do you have any funny uh, wardrobe malfunctions you've experienced?
2: Wardrobe malfunctions? Um, (laughs) I'm sure there's something I have to think. It's like, God, performing on stage is like another lifetime now. Right. To go all the way back. Right. Yes. Okay. I did a show one time at my residency way back when at Cheer Up Charlie's. Shout out to Cheer Up Charlie's. Thank you so much for giving me my first, like, love real Cheer job Ups. as an artist. Yes. It gave me a residency. I had to do a big show every week during October. Wow. Um, I love horror, so there was a lot of, like, horror uh, practical effects and things like that.
3: Definitely thought you said horrors. Oh, horror. I know. I loved it either way. I was in for it.
2: I'll try again. Horror. <laughs> it was a lot of horror. Um, so I had this is so my creative director's name is Keith Womack, and he is phenomenal. Look him up. Look up Liz Dexia. So talented. Well, we were scheming uh, to try and come up with some practical effects. So we did like a blood pack that like bled out of like during the show, I was just like becoming more and more covered in blood because I'm bleeding. Okay. And um, (laughs) the first time we did it, it didn't work. And so like all this blood just went whoosh and like fell. (laughs) And it looked like I had like a placenta that just fell out of my dread. Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) God, I love it.
2: But we got oh. it. We got it right. We got it perfected. And just like Keith's reaction to that when, when it was over, he's he's silly. He, but he's like, <laughs> "Oh, it didn't work," and he goes, "Stupid!"
1: <laughs>
4: Stupid.
1: So. Oh my god! Honestly, a blood packet malfunction is the best kind of wardrobe malfunction I can think of. I
3: I can't tell you how many times I've had a blood malfunction.
1: I mean have you ever made a horror movie that's a real thing that's a whole budget that's a whole oh absolutely the, the blood I'll budget
2: horror movie
1: yeah. <laughs> also, Shout out fake actually very uh, sticky. The horror film I made, the first movie I made, is actually available on Amazon. Check out Helltown on Amazon. Ooh. And Kim, Kim's Kim's movie Love Flower is on Amazon too. So uh, check if you you none of y'all have shit to do. You're here, so yeah. go Watch Kim and I's movies after this. And uh, Venmo Caleb De Casper. That's that's the rule. This is make a crazy. list. We're your new financial cucking podcast. You will give us all of your money.
3: Uh- <laughs> um, Kim, Ar- Aaron well. Casper sends a heart and a fire emoji and a kiss. And Hi. a kiss from Aaron. So sweet. Hi, Aaron.
0: Um, oh, and Jared
3: laughing at us still. Of course. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Time Cheryl. Cheryl. Oh. Um, okay. So, oh my gosh, where to start? Okay. So, 2016. Oh, bitch. Okay, uh, you posted a photo. Hashtag three fictional characters. Do you remember which characters you put up there?
2: Yes. <laughs> can you that. describe
3: can them to us?
2: see If I can get the third one. Um, so it was definitely Salem the cat from Sabrina. Yes.
3: Yeah. Can you tell us like why you chose these characters? Why they're like you? I
2: can tell you. at yes. My psyche. Like, <laughs>
3: right um because
2: i that's my sense of humor that's my like i'm very blunt (laughs) And like you know he's just very mouthy he's got an attitude about things you know i love him that's kind of like my sense of humor yeah something catty to say right and (laughs) And definitely I put my aesthetic and my personal hero from childhood um, him from the Powerpuff Girls
3: yes that's yes. what is na- yes okay I'm inspired by him now
1: I get it now I yes. thank god that's the first when thing that's hot that. my there's mind.
2: multiple things in my life that were like when it all came together it made sense but it was him from the Powerpuff Girls Pete Burns on VH1 and um, mm. Little Richard on Sesame Street those three things I was like oh it makes sense who I am now
3: wow I love that that's a great trifecta (laughs) mine was Donna from Parks and Rec um a donut and Honey Boo Boo I think who is is
2: an adult now.
4: I think which is like full grown, grown ass woman. (laughs) Grown ass motherfucking woman. Honey
3: boo-boo. That's Miss Honey, if you're nasty. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh Mm. I love that. Um also okay. I just like that I just wrote in big letters. Heels, heels, heels. (laughs) What are your favorite kind of shoes to wear when you're performing.
2: So it doesn't make any sense, but I enjoy like six inch plus stilettos.
3: Pleasers all day. It just all blows day. my mind.
2: Pleasers. Yes, pleasers and Ellie. Those What's are my What's a pleaser? Is that, how you say it? is that how you say it, Ellie? Oh, the L's? Yeah, like the- The, the yeah, L's, yeah. yeah any, any, well, e pleaser thing. is a
1: stripper shoe. Kim. Yeah. Uh,
2: of course can. it is <laughs> yeah yeah we're educating the children please sponsor me but anytime yeah. you <laughs> get something from pleasers it's going to be good to perform in so oh yeah
1: Why, uh... it'll you it looks like it's built to destroy your ankle but it's designed not to
3: <laughs> it's that they're amazing crazy. i don't know how to explain it crazy
2: i recently <laughs> got my hands on some um Mid thigh high uh, platform boots that are like eight inches. So,
3: how how high? What's the highest heel that you've worn?
2: It would probably be eight.
3: Yeah, eight. High. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I, I like. Mine's a flop. I think I've gone as high as a flip flop.
2: I think the oh. higher they are, the easier it is because uh, you have to focus on it more. It's like driving a stick, right?
3: Yeah, never thought about. I like that, love the way that you just put that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll still hurt myself no matter what. Yeah, I'm but. absolutely
1: stealing that. That is genius. That's what I'm going to say to every bitch I see in a kitten heel ever again. Stop doing that to yourself. It's easier the higher you go. Becky oh. Joe, I heard it. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Don Denim said those are stilts, Caleb, and Scott Collins says this is the best. This is my favorite part when straight boys watch things. Remember. Remember when I convinced you, who, was it you and Scott that I convinced that moose was a thing? What? Okay. A couple of weeks ago, Caleb, we were talking about, I think it was Scott. We were talking about where he wants to perform when he gets, when quarantine's over. And he said he's always wanted to perform at the iron bear or something. I was like, and you said, oh, you just gotta be aware of the bears because they're gonna come for you, Scott. And I was like, no, what you really need to be aware of is the moose. And you both were like, what? I was like, yeah, it's gay, big hairy guys. That's, but from Canada, Yes, but from Canada. And Scott was like, that's amazing. I didn't know they had all these names. I was like, fuck both of you straight idiots. No, moose is not. I mean, maybe moose is a thing, but I just, oh, that was my favorite. I've never been able to pull a prank and it's screw your pride month. It's all year long when I get to take, make straight <laughs>
2: think things are real. Oh, about, it's about the gay life. Yes, I do.
3: The, the gay lifestyle.
1: Caleb, yeah. if you did make up a kind of gay stare like a moose or an otter or a pup or whatever, what would you, I feel like there's so many potential oh. fake ones, you know? Yeah. What That's you a good one. Like a lot?
3: <laughs> yeah, it's always ferrets. like, it's always animals. <laughs> yeah, they're always animals. Yeah. Because homophobia, yeah, but.
2: Describes you like animalistic nature, you know?
3: <sighs> but I want one as just like, you know, a short little white girl well there's all well it's called short sure, little
1: white girl but the, all the lesbian ones always have to do with age which is really weird like all the like a lug is like lesbian until graduation which we're insinuating an age group here then an owl is an old why why is lesbian i'm like why do they always have to have their age none of the there's no like i guess a daddy gay is sort of an age descriptor but We've teetered on a tangent. Sorry, I didn't That's mean to weird. do that. Uh, oh, <laughs> Look, I need
2: to say, if he wants to perform at the Ironberry, he needs to hit up uh, my good friend chick fil who does monthlies for the Ironberry. Would-
1: God, I love Chick-fil-A Jeez, yeah. d- in general, please check out. Oh, Scott was like, no, it was not me. He's lying. In um, <laughs> replying to Don Don Denham, straight idiots. Those
3: are still scale <laughs> hashtag straight idiots <laughs> <straight. laughs> <laughs> that's what so we're gonna strange. call uh, a section of this show of just like me and be like hashtag straight idiots <laughs> so sorry i apologize um so as i was going through your instagram uh i was just completely struck by the fact that you are so fucking photogenic oh my god right like you take the most stunning photos even when like it's mid-performance because somehow when it's like mid-show for me or anything it's always like one eye is closed and i've got 17 chins and whatever but you look flawless beautiful um do you have any inspirations for like your fashion Oh yeah
2: I'm I'm influenced by a lot of stuff. Some musicians are I own it, I love it that we are. But most musicians are like pirates and they just see things they like and they take it and they do yeah. it and they incorporate it. But that's kind of why music's so cool is because if you know a musician like they can like incorporate you into people seeing what you have made, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I like everything. I, what's what? 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 Um, I so currently, yeah, why don't I talk about what I'm wearing right now? <laughs> so, currently, I have found uh, I am addicted to Sex Fifth Avenue, so it's Ooh. not Saks, it's Sex S E K S. Um, this is an original by them. If you see, it's the champion logo, but it says Chanel. As a jersey, Cute. but it's got these like really feminine Fun. sleeves.
3: And yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I love that. So they've got that. this
2: whole line that's like blending uh, gender constructs into clothing. Um, what else do I like? Oh, I recently ordered something from Sa- no, I recently ordered something from Pat Fields um, in New York, and it's been delayed by like two weeks because they ripped it in the photo shoot. Cool. Uh, so they had to fix it before they sent it to me.
3: <laughs> but, oh well, that's sweet. At least they're fixing getting it. Getting
2: into like, yeah, yeah. But I've started getting into like the art clothes, the stuff that people put thought and care into, you know, and oh. try to say things. Um, I love bookala. Um, oh Bukkala!
1: Yes, all day, all day.
2: Yeah. I love so, all this. I'm comedy, learning a lot. Patricia Field and bacala, bacala uh, Lockwood 51. I recently discovered them and got some things from them. You can tag all these people in this, by the way. They oh, love yeah? that I'm talking about them. Yeah. Um,
3: <laughs> he's he's trying really hard to uh, figure out the smelling and Google all of these things and take notes at the same time. We're like, well, like note to self. Be call it, be call it. Trust, trust, trust. trust. We know. We know. We I know. do have to say that you're giving me like. Dallas Cowboy cheerleader, right now. I was thinking Casey Musgrave's pony. Oh, okay. She does that gorgeous wavy pony. Ariana does the straight pony, but Casey yeah. can pull off a beautiful but like this. Is like also, I've been watching a lot of DCC <laughs> making the team during uh this quarantine and thankless job. Jesus, oh, the amount f- the that those ladies get paid is bullshit
1: when you find out how much a
3: Dallas Cowboy cheerleader gets paid, you will look riot. it up it's ridiculous but you're giving me like full uh performance oh. show glow right now and i'm loving it <laughs> very into it i feel like we both tried to do the same ponytail and you a thousand percent showed me up with just like said like well, <laughs> it. <That's real. laughs>
4: it's all real it's
3: all very real yeah we're both Not very um out.
2: it's all real
3: don't go chasing waterfalls. I feel like this is my hair. This is, I, don't I need a win. haircut. So bad. <laughs> um, great.
1: Uh, I feel like we're ready for two more songs. I was going to say, speaking of showgirl hair, I want to hear some music. Yeah. Let's hear two more songs from Caleb DeCasper. And while you're at it, tip them on Venmo. Okay. Thank you. <laughs>
2: All right, I'm going to try to do this next one. It's just for fun. So if I mess up, don't clock me, just have fun.
4: Slipping under with the taste of a poison paradise. I'm addicted to you. Don't you know that you're toxic? With the taste of your lips, I'm on a ride. You're toxic. I'm slipping under, yeah. Intoxicate me now with your loving. Now
2: I think I'm ready now. I think I'm ready now. Intoxicate me
4: now with your loving.
2: This is from my new LP, it's called Do It Baby.
4: Da, da, da. You've got to give yourself a break when it's falling apart. You live your life in a movie when it could be a work of art. Of art. I said a lot of times there are oh, no words to say just how it feels. Time crept up from behind you. Hey, the darkness. How does it feel?
1: god okay if you're just joining us again we are here with the incredibly talented caleb de casper i have glitter above my eyebrows damn it
3: i love it it. tom bantam says nice song caleb is such a talented performer agreed tom agreed
1: uh and also we have to all take uh scott collins out for to the iron bear after this apparently he's uh gotta do it i'm like well as long as we coordinate outfits with lorraine miss lorraine the train oh yeah Watch. she'll definitely go if you're having a good time please tip caleb on venmo it's a pin comment at the bottom so please do that at caleb decasper on venmo and if you are having a double good time please Consider supporting them on the Bandcamp. Uh, oh, Gerald Bailey is clapping. Joe Stacy with two with the EY. Come on, an arch nemesis. Stacy is commenting now. Who mm-hmm. knows? What that... the next mm-hmm. We, know we never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 and Scott. It says he is loving this. So we're at least we're pleasing Scott. At least at the very end. Um, yeah. Thanks,
2: you guys. The- <laughs> All the money that you give me tonight goes. St- Straight to the recording and the mixing and the music video that I'm working on.
3: Yes, yeah, and such like an influential, important album. So please donate. Like very fucking pumped for this. Before yes, before we get
1: into this game, I would really like to give you an opportunity to talk about your upcoming album that you're working on um, and why why you why you're making it, why it is important. Yeah, the email you sent us was super eloquent and and stunning, but I I think what you're doing is really important and I think everyone deserves to hear it. So tell us a little bit about the album you're working on.
2: Um, I hate talking about my work. I feel (laughs) like I won't ever say exactly what I'm trying to say. But um, I'm currently working on a 12-song LP. It'll be my first LP. I've put out a couple EPs. I put out a live album, but this is the first like studio full-length album that I'm working on. Um, I said earlier, it's a total departure from the sound that everyone knows from me and expects from me because the sounds in my head are always uh, synthetic noises. Um, so it's a synth-pop album and-
1: Sorry, he's so excited.
2: Ross is so excited. <laughs> Somebody can wait. <laughs> they can have the first copy. I'm final I'm for them. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> it's. I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for like, what am I trying to say? If I'm going to do a full length, what am I trying to say? So in January, I had a sit down meeting with an A&R rep from a major label and they told me, basically, they didn't take me seriously. They told me in the whole in the meeting that I need to Sam Smith myself if I want to uh, reach people and have success and make money. Um, and what that means is uh, don't sing about your partners uh, you know, as men don't dress in anything other than like heteronormative outfits. Um, but that's kind of been the attitude that I've put up with uh, and encountered the entire time I've been navigating the music industry. Is uh, a lot of things that they like to say to people, and this happens to this happens to queer artists. It also happens to black artists. Um, all artists of color encounter this, um, but they. They think they know better, even though you've been there and you've toured and you've made the connections with people and you understand that what you're saying is so important to some people, you know. Um, and it needs a platform so that these people who need to hear it can hear it. Um, so I'm just tired of hearing that. A thing that they like to say a lot is you're too niche. That's that's code. Yeah, that's code for, uh, you know, you're too gay for mainstream uh yeah what else what else do they like to say a lot i just don't know what to do with you that you're so extra yeah you're so extra i just don't know what to do with you uh that means i don't know any gay people like yeah that's what that means
3: Mm -hmm. um the music industry is supported by the queer community
4: newsflash
3: Newsflash, the black community and the queer
1: community created every single bop you've ever listened a to. And if you don't understand that, you percent. can fuck the hell off. Yeah. Period. That's,
2: that's and something.
1: I, I think to call anybody too niche, it is a complete erasure of an entire, of so many subgroups of people that just don't exist on this stupid waspy playing field. It just blows my mind that white AR and r reps have the gall to tell any artist that they're to this, to that when they've been robbing those cultures of people of their art and their identity for fucking hundreds of years and pretending right. that white people invented me. Mu- uh, yeah. I think, you know, what you do is really important. And I think that to have an, like for young queer people and even queer people who are older and have been complacent and, and been because you know they've had to marginalize themselves even further than the community does to keep themselves safe like having an outlet and having someone who expresses themselves is super important and i, I absolutely I read, like i read your post about um little richard and like kim kim asked you a little question about that and you said you were inspired by them like i think yeah, you said in your post that it was the first your first like one of your first experiences with like your conscious self that I can be that it's okay to do that so I want to thank you yeah for doing that for other people who can see that as youth or as an adult absolutely it's yeah. It's very important. Like yeah. I told you in my Instagram message, your work is chef's kiss. I, we uh, need it. We need it. A thousand
3: percent. Yeah. It's very needed, especially now. And I think that it's awesome that you stuck with your guns and you just told them to all fuck off and you're doing what you want to do. And I mean, it's going to be an amazing album because it's coming from a positive, full hearted place. So fuck. Yeah. Validate yourself. Sometimes you have to, and that's yeah, shit. yeah. It's nuts. Hell yeah. Thank you. So, yeah,
2: Thank you. I've been. I appreciate that so much. Like we know, we're there. We know, but I was told kind of like basically he justifies it. He justified it in the meeting with they want to hedge their bets, uh, and see that things work before they give it a platform. And that's right. That's bullshit. So I walked away from that meeting saying this is the last time someone's gonna say this to me. And I'm mm-hmm. gonna show you. Um, I'm not even. I'm not even that kind of person. But like, this is it. You know. Yeah. Is, it's time for me to do this. And so we're we're pulling from a nostalgia as a big sound on the album, and we're pulling from music that uh, has traditionally been called like gay or like looked down upon when it first comes out because it's gay, but then it always becomes mainstream. And 10 years later, it's club music. Exactly, everyone forgets. So the time period is kind of like late 80s, early 90s with some other things thrown in. Um, But uh, yeah, I'm just- No, the album is beautifully nostalgic. It That's
1: one of the things that when you sent the three clips t- for us to listen to it, I really, well, one, I really desperately wanted to get back on a club floor and just like be surrounded by my fellow gays and do <laughs> just something where I feel like I have my sense community again, but I was, yeah, the, the Madonna aspect we talked about in the pre-interview, but also I did get like heavy glam rock influences that influence your Synthetic pop, like it's so clear your influence, and it's yeah. really a beautiful homage to the decade, to the artists. Like it's gorgeous. I can't wait for the whole thing. I'm so excited. Thank you. I'm very excited. Though. Oh, oh, Gerald Bailey says, "Hey,
2: look at Freddie Mercury. People still love to listen to his Queen's music. It's true, Queen." Queen will always be. But I do want to point out that when that person said that to me, that is the antithesis of who I am and what I've done from the very beginning. Yes. Yeah. As a teenager, when you need music the most because you're, you get the emotions and bad things happen to you while you're discovering yes. that, mm-hmm. you look for music to help you because no one else can. Music yes. Is empathy. Music accesses feelings and it shows you that things are okay to feel. And when I had these feelings, I had no music that said exactly my situation. Mm-hmm. And so I have to listen to Britney Spears sing about heterosexual uh, abuse or heterosexual relationships or, yep. or uh, you listen to Freddie Mercury or George Michael or Elton John and they hide what they're actually trying to say because mm-hmm. it's right. not acceptable but that is the opposite of what music is and so when you tell me that it's not relatable to a mainstream audience I don't accept that no because it's music and it's a feeling and you can pick up on that empathy as well
1: Absolutely. absolutely where in what world is something not relatable because you don't understand it that's not that doesn't that tells your existence. That does not speak true to anyone else's existence other than your own. If you live in a cisgender heteronormative world, yeah, it doesn't make sense to you. But also, why are you mad? I if Why if, are you mad? If, if queer people have to live in your heterosexual world all day long and are expected to tone down their lifestyle because go no, no, I mean, honestly, if I it's the amount of times I've seen cisgender heteronormative people like sexualize children and then pretend that being gay is synonymous with pedophilia. Yeah, Blacked my mind. Uh-uh. They'll tell a little girl that she's gonna be. Or tell a little boy that he's gonna be a heartbreaker. Tell a little girl that she's gonna be, you know, she's a ball buster or whatever because she has an opinion. But yeah, no, it's, it's the gays that are ruining everything. Sure, 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 sure. We'll call you about that later, Karen, when your kids are coming to us because they want to go to something fun. Like, no, 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 ma'am. No, no,
3: ma'am. When they want to leave the cult. Hashtag yes. children Can of God. You. Yeah, what? You were children of God? No. I, I thought you were Seventh-day Adventist. I'm Seventh-day Adventist. But I'm just like, I've been watching a lot of cult documentaries. And then uh, the flirty fishing from Children oh, of no, God. No, no, no. no um actually Ooh. speaking
1: of children of god and seventh day adventists this ended up being the most amazing accidental segue into my game i don't really know how that worked what is out. happening i'm
3: so excited <laughs>
1: but uh i mean i'm a crier actually i literally almost I, for the first time in i don't know i'm sure i've probably blacked out and cried on this podcast before but i literally did cry during this episode so i hope that's something uh but in the middle of listening i I really was moved by your Little Richard post because I think a lot of people, especially musicians, were incredibly influenced by them. And and their influence on not only rock and roll, but gender exploration yeah. and and just it, it, all of that queer representation was super important. And when I was reading your post, I I always try to curate a game for my artists. And I kept thinking, like, what could I quiz Caleb DeCasper on? What could I do? And I thought, you know what? Fuck it. We're doing Little Richard trivia such an interesting individual and a lot of people know a lot of things about him but there are some weird little quirks that we may not um so we're going to do some little richard trivia oh my god i'm so excited the first question which is kind of given away now uh what religious cult did he grow up in was it seven day Adventist? he was also yeah kim, <laughs> kim was also loved, kim was a seventh day adventist she grew how old were you when you got out of that uh i was in the third grade so you got yeah your your mom was your mom that pulled you out
3: yeah well we moved because something happened to the church
1: shocker mm. <laughs> but, surprise yeah oh we just you know i guess he um this is one of my favorite things he went from mm-hmm. seventh day adventist then he went to children of god or church of god
3: yeah children of god oh. what mm-hmm. wow. but
1: he has this great quote that said uh, you know how some people say there's bad people on both sides, there's bad people in all religions? Like like that's the like that's the low denominator. Yeah, yeah. Little Richie used to say there's good people in all churches. <laughs> like that that was the low denominator. Yeah. It's true. And his father, he apparently he's quoted in saying that his father wanted eight sons and he ruined it because he was gay, and that's why he was kicked out of the house at fifteen. So uh, this is not an advertisement to kick your creel children out of the house. But if you do, they might just smite you and become one of the best rock and roll <laughs> legends in the history of ever and never let any human being... I just want every... Uh, the only reason I say that is because I want every bigoted parent on this planet to know that when your kid becomes famous, everyone will know what an asshole you are. That's period. period. That's fine. Since we ruined that one because I really kind of <laughs> wanted to catch you on that one. But um, this is Little Richard trivia in... <laughs> 2008 rolling stone released a list of the top 100 most influential rock and rollers in the history of the world can you name or can you guess what rank he was out of a hundred out of a hundred
2: mm-hmm. he had to be number one because he's the architect
1: totes you'd think i mean you'd think 69 kim sorry pervert uh he's number 12. number 12 he has barely scooted beyond top 10. There was dispute over why he was not in the top 10 because he is easily one of the best vocalists. Do you know in the who was the first? No, because I don't care. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me Google it really fast. i feeling it's, like it's really there. The um, 2008 fire. Top 100 Rolling Stones. Sherry
2: Lee Lewis should be in there somewhere as well.
1: Right. Oh. Let's see. Because he's got to be twelve. Oh yeah, hundred greatest artists, Rolling Stones. Is NSYNC in there? Is NSYNC in there? What woman? I mean, you know they are. Why would you? Yay! <laughs> don't don't play. Don't don't get dumb. That's just not fair. Okay. Well, why does it say oh four three two one the Beatles? Why do we even Google that? Of course it was the. Guy um,
2: okay, I'm I'm a Stones girl. Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um. Little Richard presided over which famous celebrity couple's second wedding?
3: Jay Z and Beyonce. Close, not even, <laughs> not even remotely close. It's it's I way it wider than
2: that. Wedding and celebrity, so I'm gonna say Elizabeth Taylor.
1: <gasps> Ooh, that's a good one. That would've um, sweet. It was Demi Moore and Bruce Willis. Why <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I love
3: how random that is. <laughs> so random.
2: Trivia. I love Little Richard, and I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you
3: know, right? Isn't this so bizarre? Uh, okay, this one's,
1: this one's a little bit, I don't know if it's easier, but there are three options of this, because three really famous guitarists, some late, I'm pretty sure, Yep, yeah, two, I'm pretty sure all three of them are dead. I don't know the uh Which famous late guitarist used to back uh, Little Richard on tour
2: Lead guitarist. but like what time period
1: like th- well this is i mean 60s 70s so like the most famous Jimmy black hendrix. guitarist of all time yes Jimi hendrix used to back little richie as well as any other guesses no I- jason mraz woman <laughs> what in the fuck is wrong um uh well actually it was Jimi Hendrix, James Brown and Billy Preston. Oh. Like oh. three of the best. I mean, come through. I uh, have
2: I have some little Richard trivia for you. Oh, please. Okay. I'm uh so Did you know that Little Richard got his start because there was no TV and James Brown Needed a fill-in for his uh, tour in the South. They didn't have TVs, so no one really knew what James Brown actually looked like, except for posters. So they taught Little Richard how to scream like James Brown, and that's where Little Richard weren- learned to go whoo From was when they taught him to imitate James Brown. So Little Richard was James Brown, and nobody knew it.
4: That is so
1: sweet. I that want is to cry. So
3: great.
1: What a. I mean, come on. What is, if that? Mm-mm. I mean, Bruno Mars got to start yeah. as a Elvis impersonator on a Disney cruise. That's a yeah. much better story than that.
3: I hope She's to do all... that for Melissa McCarthy
1: someday. Oh, undoubtedly, you will be there, Kim. I believe in you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. What famous rap group did uh, Little Richard tour with in
2: 1962?
3: Rap group. Rock group. Thank you. I was like a rap group, (laughs) Flavor Flav. flav?" It's my middle. It's my Midwest accent. My rack. What rack group? No, it's just me. Horror whores. I don't know. You're deaf. In
2: 1962, was it the Stones? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, He opened
1: for the Beatles two years later in Berlin. Fun fact. Um. Okay. What item of clothing would he notoriously take off and then throw into the crowd? I was. Was a that a cape?
2: That's James Brown.
1: No, that's yeah. That's what my mom said too. She was like, "Cape." I'm like, "No, different amazing artist, other person."
3: His pants.
1: I wish it was his shoes. He used to take. I his was shoes gonna off. say
3: shoes,
1: <laughs> which is an old
3: church thing, like when the music yeah. would take shoes off. But shoes uh, it, I would yeah, prefer. I was like, you can't, you can't, do not throw your shoes, please. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> I mean, occasionally. <laughs> Occasionally,
1: he would throw a shirt or a mink coat into the audience, but most why of the time. so many expensive God. things? I'm going to throw burritos, just beefy fives. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's like a t-shirt gun, but full of burritos. Oh.
2: I, I've thrown bras into the crowd to kind of flip that on its head. There, you know? I like
3: that. Do you get them back though?
2: Bra. Thank you for coming.
3: <laughs> Thank you for coming. And also, you're welcome.
1: I know exactly what I'm throwing at the screen at the end of this interview. I'm figuring out a way to rip this bra up from underneath this thing and just, uh, oh, OK. What is the title of his 1992 children's book?
3: Children's oh gosh.
2: book. Mm-hmm. It's really cute. <laughs> is it about a duck?
3: I know. I was Wish. just going to do the same thing. I was like, Swish Trash, I was taking a math. Man is I.
2: I don't know. Uh, this is some true trivia. I hope no one's listening. Going, this this guy knows nothing.
3: Little Richard's listening, <laughs> and he's well, he's pissed. He's <laughs> uh, it's called "Shake It All About,"
1: and I don't know oh, why that oh. makes me so happy. That's cute. Oh, that's also, sweet. I didn't make this. a I didn't make this a question, but "Tutti Frutti" is actually about clearly. It's about some ass. Uh, they just made him change some lyrics in it so it wasn't so vulgar.
2: It's about butt sex.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's
2: literally
3: about it's about
1: about sodomy, Kim, (laughs) It's about the death, which also was not in this trivia,
3: Adventist.
1: Could you guess what, where he was arrested for uh, fooling around with another man? Florida. No, not in a place, like not in a state, but a place.
3: Oh, 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 oh. A place? A, A dressing room.
2: Close. It wasn't a bathroom. It was. That's Chuck Berry's deal. What are we doing?
1: I know. It was a gas station bathroom, and I was like, "Honey, no, you're you're fucking little Richard. What are you doing?" But no,
2: it I mean, hot. still
1: right.
4: there. Oh,
1: Ross is. Upset. Yeah, Ross wants to know. He's like, "Little Richard, man, you could have come Richard. over." Um, okay. Uh, okay, this is the second to last question. What song did he perform at Bill Clinton's presidential inauguration?
3: Tootie Fruity. No, bitch.
2: <laughs> no.
3: But now that I know the meaning of it, how fun would that have been? Yeah, it's supposed to be Tootie
1: Fruity instead of all ah, Rudy. It used to be Oh Booty. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. He sings about like putting lube, like there's yeah. lube involved. Yeah, it's it's very graphic.
3: Oh my God, that's going to be my wedding song.
1: <laughs> I'm fucking excited now. Which song do you think he said? Oh, okay, not Tootie Fruity. I,
2: Do you have another guest? That makes no sense, but was it Lucille?
1: No, it was good golly, Miss Molly. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I None surprised. of it makes sense. <laughs> okay, and this is my last question. Finish this sentence. This is a direct quote. I used to take so much cocaine, my nose was big enough to park blanks in it.
2: Limousines. Booties. Cadillacs
1: diesel trucks <laughs> I used to I used to take so much cocaine my nose is big enough to park diesel trucks in it goddamn I mean party on Wayne dude uh
3: Chris asks who are you marrying Kim your dad
1: ooh <laughs> you know I love a dad scandal
3: <laughs> also Tom did get Jimi Hendrix correct oh come so. through yeah See, I was I googling. One.
2: I got one of those, and I gave you information. So,
1: yeah, I think you won. <laughs> he totally won. Absolutely, Caleb, you win. You're gonna always win. Nobody yeah. wins. This is like Fantastic. the snatch game on Fantastic. on RuPaul's Drag Race when they're like, the winner is. Who cares? Yeah, that, <laughs>
3: that's for <Never>. us. <gross. laughs> Definitely for the audience. Am I right, ladies,
1: not here right now. That's <laughs> who wins. Uh, no, it's true. <laughs> that was our. That concludes our segment of Little Richard trivia. Um, that was too much fun. I really. That I love I shouldn't that. Shouldn't be allowed to do that anymore. Uh, uh, <laughs> so I think bad. we're like gonna... no, no phone, no. Literally. Shut up. There you go. Sorry, you did not hear that. Ignore uh, my computer. Um, if you, we are going to uh, close out with another song. Before we do that, I uh, would like to remind all of you to join our Patreon. I said it, Kim. Join our Patreon uh, and support Kim and I and Chris and everybody here at the podcast so we can keep bringing you these dope ass little interviews. I promise I'll get another light. I really don't know. There are 15 lights in this room and I feel like I'm in a, like I'm in hereditary. <laughs> like, hello. Um, but, uh, if you had a really awesome, please, please, please tip Caleb. The Venmo is right, scrolling across the bottom here and as well as a pinned comment. Tip, join their bandcamp, support them. This is Ooh. the time to do it. Please do. Um, if you had a good time, please subscribe and like everybody. Caleb, where can we find like where can we follow? find you? Give us your address. You have Instagram, bandcamp, Facebook. How do we how do the basically just like all of your socials?
2: Yeah i'm all over everything just find me just (laughs) whatever floats your boat
3: (laughs) but it's all under caleb de casper it's
2: caleb de casper yes i was the first person in the entire world with that name (laughs) good for you yes
1: that's not even fair like how oh come on um but yes please follow caleb de casper on all socials support Bandcamp and venmo please do um what else do I have to, are we able to say anything else? I always no, black out at this
2: do a, part.
3: let's do a song. Ross yes. is so fucking excited. He can't shut up. I might I drink. I never
2: knew a big demographic for me was dogs.
3: It uh, is. Yeah. Plus, yes. to be fair, my dog is very gay. So, like, he's been waiting for you to come on the show. He's, like, super excited. Fantastic. He- yeah he's my dog is also
1: a big old butch lesbian so i will be posting a picture of her in the comments do not fret she <laughs> is here wearing her plaid and she is representing for
3: the yeah
1: i went fem for her so she could go butch and then we just you know we tip the top like that
3: ross and i look the same
1: yeah oh of course you and celine beyond channeling the same eyebrows feel it hard uh let's hear one last <laughs> song from caleb the casper give it up Virtually and tip online, cause you know you want to. Pride month do,
3: isn't do, over
2: My phone's been going ka-ching ka-ching this whole time. So thank you all so much. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you all so much for supporting me, listening to what I have to say, listening to my dreams, and wanting to just be there with me the whole way while I figure this out. I hope that I can release this new album soon and you all connect with it. And uh, afterwards I'm gonna work on song number 10 in the studio behind me. So thank you all so much. Take care of yourself during this time. You all know this one, you all know it so I don't have to introduce it.
4: Yes. Ah,
1: <laughs> that's so awesome. Thank you so much, Caleb. Um, Kim's going to join us and oh no, she, she may be lost. No, no, she's here.
3: I tried picking yeah. up my dog, but then he bit me.
1: Oh, there we go. So maybe dogs aren't the demographic. They want to just chill in peace.
3: <laughs> that's fair. He's having a day. Merce, you want to say goodbye to Caleb? Come here. Come up here. She's been listening to music the whole time.
1: Come here. She's like, yes, I would like to say hello. This is the bat pig. She, You can barely see her. Um, but we would like to say thank you uh, on behalf of Music firsthand and communities and Interviewing Musicians for being here. And to all of our patrons and sponsors, we love you so much. Uh, we could not do this show without you. Everything mm. that you do for us means so much. Um, and thank you again to Caleb for being here. Big ass round of applause. And please continue to donate and tip and, and, and support them on Bandcamp. Do it. You can do it all
3: night. He would love to hear some uh, cha-chings. All night. All
1: night. All night. uh, Follow and support Caleb Casper on Bandcamp. You maybe also get to see this little clippy. So you never know. Uh, With that, Kim, I love you. I love you. Caleb, thank you. Love you. We mean it. Welcome to the alumni fam.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
2: I had a great time.
3: And
2: now
4: we
0: now we do this forever. We just do... Okay, <laughs> bye! Okay, head over to cimp.live and get your bonus videos, photos, merch, and more. And remember, give the podcast a five-star rating. Every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. Find all the full videos and past podcasts at musicfirsthand.live. Thanks for listening. See you next time.